0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. where are your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 1st of November. In your Squiz today, the findings of a report into the death of sheep on a live export ship. Claims the Morrison government will relocate all asylum seeker children on Nauru to Australia this year. A family dispute is said to be behind murders around Mildura in Victoria. And fair income power. This is your Squiz today. Uh, Claire, yesterday a report was released that said the death of almost two and a half thousand sheep on a live export ship in August last year was due to the federal Department of Agriculture being asleep at the wheel.
1: It was a pretty blunt assessment from the Moss Review. You might remember earlier this year, it was about April, I think. Sixty Minutes did a expose on the. Uh, a WASI Express, it was called. It's a live export ship that was taking um, sheep to the Middle East. And remember those dreadful pictures of sheep panting and um, dying in, yeah. in great numbers. It was really not a very nice sight. So that kicked the government into looking into not only what happened on that ship but also whether the settings in the Department of Agriculture were right to make sure that they were able to regulate the industry. And what the report found yesterday was that uh, the department has a dual role. One is in promoting live exports, but the other is to regulate it and that it was doing a reasonable good, um, reasonably good job promoting it but not regulating it. And when you got under the cover of that, it was because some key decisions were made. Uh, Barnaby Joyce was the minister at the time uh, that actually sort of took away a lot of the department's ability to really do a good job on the animal welfare front.
0: Yeah, and I guess what's being reported is that it's put a bit of a dent in any uh, leadership ambitions Barnaby Joyce may have.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. He's now got this drought envoy role. He was out and about doing all sorts of media yesterday. Um, the National Party and Barnaby haven't really addressed this one head on yet, but certainly uh, while the report didn't name him, there was quite a bit of commentary yesterday about his performance as a minister. So take away the personal issues. Actually have a look at what he, um, he did in when he was a, a minister. And sounds like there's some questions to, um, to be answered there.
0: The Australian's also reporting that the government will relocate all those children on Nauru, those asylum seeker children, to Australia
1: by the end of the year. And they've been doing it, so it sounds like pretty quietly uh, they've been taking um, kids um, off Nauru, the children of asylum seekers, uh, and bringing them to Australia. Some have medical issues and some of those are in hospital, uh, but most are in the community and in community care. So uh, what they've committed to do is to bring the remaining 40 here by the end of the year and that certainly uh, backends a, a poll from last weekend in the Sunday telly where... 80% um, said that they really supported uh, the kids being taken off Nauru.
0: Does that mean they're separated from their families?
1: No, usually they bring the family unit or at least a parent with them. Uh, that's right, okay. how it usually works. Yes, yeah, se- separating families is not something our government um, does.
0: Now, how's the Jeffrey Rush defamation case going?
1: Look, another day of evidence from Erin Jean Norville, who's the actress at the, the centre of the claims that were published in the Daily Telegraph, even though she didn't put her name to them at the time and certainly wasn't briefing the Daily Telly about it. But what she had to say yesterday really was that there was a culture um, within her profession and, and particularly on the production of that. Um, 2015-16 Sydney Theatre Company, King Lear uh, production that meant that older generations of actors and and others who were around at the time were really normalising that kind of behaviour where she felt threatened and embarrassed and shamed by Jeffrey Rush's actions. So, uh, even someone who she said she regarded a friend, um, Robin Nevin, who is quite a well-known Australian actress, um, couldn't see it because she was was just, you know, too much um, used to how things sort of went down in the old days and uh, that there needed to be a culture change there.
0: Uh, A family dispute is said to be behind
1: the killings by a former deputy mayor of Mildura of his brother and his mother. Look, from what the media are saying about this, it sounds like there's a whole backstory that's sort of yet to be um, told, but yes, Paul Cause uh, he's been um, accused of killing his mother and his brother. Uh, he tied up a real estate agent who had come out uh, with his brother to um, to meet him uh, before shooting his brother and then driving an hour down the road to um, to his mother. So, yeah, it sounds like there's a bit more to go on. This Cause shot himself in the in the chest after all of that went down. He's in a critical condition in Melbourne. Yeah.
0: Um, a new study concludes that being over or underweight could knock about four years off your life. And it's all based on your BMI.
1: Yeah, and um as we discussed Kate in our first Squiz blaine's podcast which everyone should have a listen to if they're into this sort of understanding the some of the key um triggers around these sorts of discussions yeah it sounds like um it's obviously weight as we know is a big determiner of health uh what it's saying is that if you're overweight or underweight um particularly overweight you're more predisposed to chronic disease and other diseases and you know we're talking things like diabetes and heart disease so not that surprising that it takes some years off, off your life if you're not at the right weight but um, interesting to see that they've put a number next to it. And yeah, we'll also tell you how to calculate your BMI in our Swiss Splains
0: podcast if you're interested. It's your body mass index. You can access that via the link in the email on our website or via your preferred podcast platform. Um, Atlassian co-founder Mike Cannon-Brooks has weighed into the energy policy debate by starting his own initiative
1: called Fair Income Power. And Fed dink and power is a catchphrase that Scott Morrison uh, yes. and Angus Taylor, the Energy Minister, have been using quite extensively for the last month. And uh, Media Watch on the ABC on Monday night um, put together a nice little montage where it looks like um, the genesis of that was um, from a discussion um, that Morrison had with Alan Jones about a month ago. So, yes, Mike Brooks is um, looking to turn that on his head. He's not really all that happy by the sounds of things with the way Scott Scott Morrison is approaching the energy debate and is trying to drum up a movement. Getting political. Uh, what's the what's the subject line? The subject line today is "Never Break the Chain," which um, comes from a oh. very big Fleetwood Mac song of the day. But yes, the comes down to our squeeze sayings this morning there is a bookshop in Southampton that used a human chain to relocate thousands of books on the weekend and it's got a fair job to go but basically everyone just lined up on the street between the old store and the new store and just passed all the books down the line how many people i think there was about 250 they were saying Um, (laughs) i don't think they're expecting as many this weekend but um yeah the pictures are quite cool is it supposed to
0: save money? Is it supposed to be good fun? Oh, look, you know, just a c- just community a initiative.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, there you go.
0: Uh, jump into the Squiz Today email. Uh, plenty more news. There is $100 up for grabs to spend at Sellermasters if you read it every day this week. Have a great Thursday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore. But as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDFs and TMD at aware.com.au.